Today, Pentecost is widely recognised as the birth of the Christian church. But when I grew up, I don't remember Pentecost being highlighted as that bigger of a thing, really. And Christmas, Easter, Mother's Day, Harvest, even maybe the core anniversary were spoken about and discussed more than Pentecost. And yet it was a huge event in the history of the church. It's interesting that the festival of Pentecost is actually a Jewish festival. That's why there were so many Jews in Jerusalem. It's known as Pentecost or the Feast of Weeks and the Feast of Harvest. I suppose it's a bit like our Harvest Festival. And this gathering would have been another reason for Jesus' followers to be in Jerusalem as well. They were good Jews and they would have wanted to have been able to go to the temple for the festival. By this time, of course, they had met Jesus and he had returned to heaven. But from the reading, you still get the impression that they were possibly closeting themselves away. The Bible reading tells us that they were sitting together in a house. We don't know if they were still locking themselves in because they were afraid of the Jews at that point, but we do know that they continued to do that even after they had encountered the resurrected Jesus. At this point, they knew that Jesus had been raised from the dead. They knew there was a plan to spread the message of Jesus and they believed in him. But as Jesus had already warned them, they weren't ready to go out and really be his witnesses and work for him without first receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts 2 and verses 2 to 4 says, Suddenly a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each one of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. Suddenly they were, they were given the fuel they needed to be the people that Jesus needed them to be. But what struck me as I read through this passage was that even before they received the Holy Spirit, they already knew about the risen Jesus. They'd already believed in him. But that wasn't enough. They needed to experience his presence through the Holy Spirit. And you know, head knowledge and belief in Jesus is not enough for us either. It's enough to get us saved, as it says in Acts 16 verse 31, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died so that you can be forgiven and your, uh, be forgiven your sins and go to heaven, then you are saved. You have eternal life and you're on your way to heaven. But if you want to enjoy the journey to the fullest, you need the Holy Spirit within you. There are too many Christians who are going through their lives clinging on to their faith in Jesus, but not experiencing the life that Jesus wants them to have. John 10.10 10 says, I came that you may have and enjoy your life and have it in abundance to the full until it overflows. But that life is only possible if we experience the Holy Spirit coming upon us and empowering us to live that full, satisfying and purpose-driven life. And then we need to involve him in every area of our lives. Every area. Involve him in doing your hair, going to the supermarket, driving your car. Honestly, not that you think it today, but if I was going anywhere or doing any filming, I will pray that my hair goes right when I dry it in the morning. I'll let you judge if you think I prayed that this morning or not. It may seem odd to think about including Jesus even in the minutiae of our lives. But when we start in a relationship with another person, we start giving them perhaps just a couple of hours on a Saturday evening and perhaps some texts during the week. Then we move on to other areas of our lives, our families. And then if we marry, 
We share bank accounts, homes and everything, even the little things. But it starts in the little things and moves on. And if you're not used to having the spirit of Jesus involved in every area of your life, start with the little things and then move on until you involve him in it all. In Hebrew, the word for spirit is ruach, and the literal translation of the word is air in motion. It can also mean breath. If we really want to experience the life Jesus died to give us, then we have to get to the stage where his spirit is like the breath in our body. We can't contemplate life without him. In fact, we have a phrase in the Christian church where we talk about giving our lives to Jesus. That's utter nonsense. The truth is, we don't have a life until we allow Jesus to give us his spirit. So today, will you ask Jesus to give you his Holy Spirit so that you, that you can have that full life? And if you already know his presence within you, will you ask him to give you more? The words of the song Breathe say, this is the air I breathe, your holy presence living in me. Don't waste this opportunity to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you today and to take your faith from your head to your heart and to give you the best life that Jesus died for you to have. God bless you.